I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think part of it is just, you know, we've reported the highest bid so far is $6.3 billion. Um, that goes against what was reported by... Um, uh, Forbes a few months, a couple months ago, about the whole seven billion dollar number. He's not near that now. Um, so Bezos is probably only the only one willing to go above uh, or go go close to seven billion, which is ins- which is a lot of money, especially when you're talking three to four billion dollars for a stadium. On top of that, uh, but Bezos could, you know, Bezos is this is this is a big huge for uh, for the you know the commander's fans because like it's probably the it's. Not only is he is he, is he you know, uber rich, uh, but he's also has the connections. Uh, he would possibly make RFK back in play and put, putting that RFK site back in play. The only real, people I've been talking to for months think think Bezos is probably the only person who can make that happen. AJ Perez, front office sports, who joined us just a bit ago on Grant and Danny. We'll get back into Bezos and Bienemy, the big stories of the day here in just a moment. Want to pass this along, though. Elliot Friedman, who is one of the top newsbreakers when it comes to the NHL, right around trade deadline day, that he becomes like very, very popular, and he's on everyone's timeline because he's got all the, the latest. He is reporting, as of just a couple of minutes ago, that the Capitals are trading Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway to the Boston Bruins in the conference. Wow. It's going to be tough to see those two guys skating with Boston upcoming game against the Capitals. But Boston really needs help. Yeah, best team in hockey, <laughs> chance to win a Stanley Cup. So for Orlov, who's got one of those titles, and for Hathaway, who you know would love to win one, great opportunity for those guys. Here's what's happening, okay? And then again, this is a report from Elliot Friedman, who covers the NHL. And while the team has not confirmed or made official the idea that they are trading those two, uh, that's what Elliot Friedman is saying is happening. The team did earlier in the day say they wouldn't be playing tonight because of ongoing trade Trade-related reasons, yeah. So it gives you an idea that they were on the verge of being traded. That's why you're not going to play them this evening. And now Friedman's saying they're both going to the Bruins. Uh, I think what you're seeing is the Capitals are in a really tough position to make the playoffs after the last week. They've lost five straight games. Going into a, a home game they had to have with the Red Wings that they lost as well. Ovechkin, at a time where they weren't scoring goals, his father passes away. He's got to leave and be with the team in Russia. And between that and not having John Carlson, their best defenseman, for the last several weeks, and Nick Dowd, who's critical on the penalty kill and the faceoff dot, their best in that regard, and a key piece to them as a, a fourth line and a blue chipper type. He has not been around. They lose Brown at the beginning of the season to an injury. It's been one thing after another. You name a capital, Backstrom, Oshie. They've missed time. A really important player to this team. Uh Say their name, they probably haven't been around. It's been that kind of year. And so with 11 unrestricted free agents this offseason, 
and now multiple teams ahead of them, outside looking in in the playoffs, getting in looks arduous. It's the perfect time, as we talked about yesterday with Tarek El-Bashir, for them to try to reload. They're not going to blow it up like everyone seems to think might happen or some people in town want them to. They've told Ovechkin, they've told Baxter, who have two years left on their deal respectively after this year. They're not going to do that. And so what I think is happening is, think about the Nats a couple years ago. Find expiring contracts. If you are not under contract for next year and you're not bolted down moving forward, you're available to be had. And so you move as many of those guys as you can for as much back as possible. This is young NHL talent. This is prospects for the pool. This is draft picks. You get as much of that back to try to begin the reload, so to speak, and you're in a better position. I think they'll try to make the playoffs again next year. They'll be right back in the conversation in the Metro, as long as Ovi doesn't begin a decline, which mm-hmm. there's no reason to believe that would happen. But Orlov, expiring deal. Hathaway, expiring deal. I would think this is the beginning. They're, they're probably going to pull off two, three more trades, if they can, of guys that teams like Boston want who are going to be free agents at the end of the year. I think this is – nothing's normal about this. And here's what I mean. They, they haven't done this in a, in a long, long, long time, right, because they've made the playoffs 14 out of the last 15 seasons. The one year they didn't, you know, it, it was that emotes and that was the swan song and, okay, let's get back to normal here uh, with some adults in charge. But I think because of Ovechkin and the Gretzky quest, they will not rebuild. They will not do a full-on teardown – I just don't think you can. I think that record is bigger than almost anything else. So while he's chasing it down, you you surround him with a pretty good club and say, let's go. Let I mean, me ask you this. What would a full-on re- like blow it up look like to you anyway? Because I'm of the belief they shouldn't do that as it is. But we can argue that when I know exactly what the definition is. So what would blowing it up be? It would be... Trading Ovechkin? No, not Ovechkin. Well, okay. may, maybe, honestly, if it really was a rebuild, they they wouldn't and shouldn't. I'm not suggesting they do. But it would be, you move on from Kuznetsov, who's underperformed and, and doesn't score goals. You take, you know, 10 cents on the dollar for aging TJ Oshie, who's often injured and slowed down a lot. And, you know, you move uh, some of your big salary guys and really get young and, and try to, you know, because you've been drafting at the end of the first round and, or giving up picks to keep your window open. It's a very long window. It was open for a decade and a half, for goodness sakes, right? It's really damned impressive. But it would be willing to take your lumps here for a year or two seasons to really start to build up. They're not doing that. I don't think that's in the cards. I think this is the closest to it, more of a scalpel as opposed to, to dynamite to detonate the whole thing. And it really centers around Ovechkin and that and that goal chase. They're going to surround him with quality enough players. And while you're doing that, you might as well be playoff competitive. And I think that's the plan, I think, according to your design. Yeah, I feel good about that, frankly. I mean, I think that's the way to go. I think this is the way to move forward. What you're trying to do is, I'll use the phrase reload again. You're trying to be able to make the playoffs and have a shot to go on a run again next year. And you're trying to, for the final two years of Ovechkin, like they have done an amazing job organizationally at extending their window. It's been incredible. Over and over and over again. Supposedly the window was closed well before they won the cup, remember? I think it was actually McClellan who yeah. originally said we've got a two-year window, and it was the third or and fourth year. And they won it the third year. After that, where they won their cup. To McClellan's credit and to that entire front office's, I would say, a credit, they have been able to keep the window alive to continue to have bites at the apple. Unfortunately, I think there's been some bad luck in there where they, you know, Tom Wilson goes down with an ACL in the playoffs last year. Oshie went down against Carolina. You know, they haven't been able to get out of the first round since the Stanley Cup. And so, in hindsight, people will look back and say, well, it's been a failure. I-, I wouldn't necessarily say that. 
a lot of great games and memories and moments and winning uh, success at Capital One Arena. Really good process. And by far the most entertaining, uh, best way to spend your money for a sports team in this town over the last several years. As a diehard fan of the team, I've been perfectly fine with how they've operated. Would have liked better results in the playoffs. I think, again, the health had a big uh, say in whether or not they could get out of the first round for the most part. That all being said, now is the time to do some selling here. And while I'm not going to take the sledgehammer to it, as you said, Ovi and Backstrom are finishing their careers here. I would have no problem trading Kuznetsov. Now, that probably isn't going to happen just from a money standpoint. I'm not sure if you can get someone to take on the cash. Tark El-Bashir yesterday with The Athletic told us he thinks teams would be willing to take on Kuznetsov at $7.8 million for the next two years. But while I... They're not trading Ovi Backstrom. They shouldn't. The goal chase is going to be unbelievable the next couple of years and must-see TV. And it's going to be awesome to see those two guys ideally teaming up to get some of those goals in the back of the net. Kuzi should be a consideration this offseason, I think. Oshie's going to be here for the next two years. He's under contract with Ovechkin and with Backstrom. Wilson, they're going to have to eventually extend because he's got just one year left on the five-year contract he signed after the Cup. Eller, probably gone. Hathaway, probably gone. I mean, he's traded now, but uh, these are your UFAs that are unlikely to re-sign or come back next season. I'd love to re-up with Connor Sherry. They haven't been able to do that yet. He's a pending free agent. Marcus Johansson's in his final days and season with the Capitals. Uh, defensively, free agents include Orlov, Jensen, Van Riemsdyk, Gustafson. It's pretty much the whole group. You know, and I think they should trade Gustafson. So expect a couple more moves. But don't think that the era's over. Number one, you're going to have your Ovechkin goal chase. And I do think if I could bet right now, and, and if there's a place to do it on FanDuel, I will tonight, I bet you they make the playoffs next year. I really do. There you go. Um, Caps are getting picks back, it would appear, and Craig Smith from the Boston Bruins. So Smith, who, who's played in 42 games for them this year, um, is a 33-year-old. He's a veteran center. Um, he'll help him close out the rest of this season. I'm not sure of his contract details. I'll look it up. But this is about the draft picks, frankly. He played in Nashville, played in Boston the last three years. They didn't make this trade to get him. They made this <laughs> It trade centers around Craig Smith. For the, uh, for the draft picks. But you get a player back in return as well. So they're going to start reloading the system. And in hockey, you, you can flip a first, second round pick in return. And, and those guys become NHL players. Pretty in quick, a couple, yeah. You know, season or two, possibly. So... More as it develops with the Capitals. But again, it's Dmitry Orlov. It's Garnet Hathaway on their way to Boston. The other big story here on Grant and Danny today is the post on Jeff Bezos. Yeah, so Jeff Bezos has hired the firm Allen and Company. They are significant because they have helped broker the last two NFL team sales, the Carolina Panthers and the Denver Broncos. They were on the team side, so it's significant that um, that Bezos has hired them from an individual side, basically to vet any kind of pricing or verbiage from uh, Snyder's side and Bank of America and the like. But it is a clear indication of interest at a minimum from Jeff Bezos. Combine that with Jason Wright openly referring to life after the sale. Uh, in, in a quote today, um, he was asked about uh, the potential sale of the team and whether that would impact being able to hire, fire, do sort of normal business of things, people coming here to Washington. Uh, he said, and I quote talking about Eric Bieniemy, I think Eric, just like the rest of us, sees the transition as one that's good for the organization. On the other side of it, there's nothing but upside as an organization. Those two things today the team president openly talking about a sale and ownership transition and Jeff Bezos getting involved has our heads on a spin. 
Absolutely does. Cut five from Liz Clark here, Darius. When she joined us, she broke the story for the Post today that Bezos was getting in and hiring this firm. We asked her, is you know, what she knows or what she thinks about this idea that Snyder would not sell to Bezos? This is what she had to say. You know, in my experience in dealing with NFL owners and super high-performing business business people, um, money talks. You know, it's just rare that you would see someone presented with a best offer and and not take it because of, you know, a grudge or, or whatever. I mean, not to mention Dan Snyder is not going to choose who buys his team. He's going to choose who he wants to sell to. Then he needs to take that buyer to the other NFL owners and they voted up or down. I mean, the first buyer for the Redskins when they were the Redskins. Um, was not Dan Snyder. It was the Milstein family. That's who the trust chose. They brought forward the Milsteins, and the NFL said, yeah, I don't think so. Um, he wasn't approved. So then they went to plan B. So it's not a couple things. Who knows? I, I, I would expect Snyder to take the best offer he gets. And to underscore um, what people may not understand, he doesn't have the final say on who buys the team. Very, very good point. And good historical knowledge, too, to point out that originally the last owner Mm -hmm. had someone in mind that didn't end up getting the team. Uh, Danny referenced what Jason Wright said today out in Ashburn after the uh, Biennemi presser. He was meeting with reporters, and he was asked why Biennemi was willing to come here amid the sale. And this was part of his answer. This is, for me, huge because it is the first time anyone within the organization, and this is not just anyone, by the way, it's the team president and the highest-ranking official other than Ron Rivera under Dan Snyder in the entire organization has gone on record to make it sound like they think Dan Snyder is selling. Why would Jason Wright say this if he expects his boss to be around? You you just wouldn't say this about him. Here it was. Um, I think Eric, just like the rest of us, see the the transition as one that's good for the organization. On the other side um, of it, uh, there's nothing but upside. The enemy sees the transition, here that is sale, as good for the team. On the other side, here that is after the sale, nothing but upside. This is the business guy talking, by the way. He knows. Tickets get easier to sell. Merch gets easier to move. You get a lot of people that currently don't want to spend a penny willing to open up their checkbooks when someone else owns this team. He said that about an hour and a half or two hours before the Post came out with their story that Bezos had hired a firm that was involved in the last two sales of NFL teams. Let's go to Jeff in Woodbridge on G&D. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you guys doing? Enjoy the show. Appreciate you, bud. All right. So you're asking about having a horse in the race. My horse is called anybody but Dan. It's a good horse. I'll back it. ABD, man. <laughs> anybody hey, but. Also, you know, if you remember last week, it seemed like – it. The uh, wasn't going to happen, and I just put this in terms of the parade. If you remember that day, it was wet, cold, rainy. It was just a nasty day, and I thought, man, there's no way we're having that parade. And and you look outside today, it's dry, hot. I mean, it's February, and uh, it was hot out there today. W- what street are we going to be on? Where do I put my lawn chair? That's what I. That's my question. It's a great question by you. That is to be determined. But I will tell you this. Adult sodas and trumpeteers and one of those guys with the batons that he's throwing them up in the air with the big tall hat. We're doing it. Here's the analogy that I would use. 
there's a glass in front of us, okay? And every little report fills it up with some water. The idea being that when the cup overflows, that's the sale. When water spills over the top of the cup, Dan Snyder sells the commander. Mm -hmm. And so each of these investigations, Mary Jo White, which is going on forever, by the way. Still going. And uh, the Wilkinson report that was verbalized for some reason when you love to have done your book reports that way in school. Don't have to write anything down. All the post stories, AJ Perez of of front office sports, everything that's come out, right? You're you're putting a little more glass in the cup, a little more glass in the cup. Well, it's a big damn cup. It takes a lot (laughs) to get this guy to sell. This is a big gulp, huh? Well, see you later. Today, a hose got brought into the room and put over that cup, and it kind of filled most of the way up for me. I just don't see how. Anybody can think this isn't happening. Now, I'm not telling you to assume that it is. I don't want anyone to get overly excited. I don't want you to talk yourself into this and get, get disappointed. All I'm asking you to do is just have an open mind and say, what is the evidence suggesting? That's all I want people to do here. If you read every story, if you follow this and track this diligently like so many of us are, how can you come to a conclusion that a sale isn't likely at this point? I'm not telling you to plan a party or to to, to put your seat down on the the, uh, parade path, but you just can't convince me that everything isn't pointing to a sale. It is. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe we get okey-doke. That's fine. It's not over till it's over. But, man, is it starting to look, if you want Dan Snyder to sell, like you're going to end up happy. Matt's in Stafford. Matt, how are you? What's up, Matt? There is a gleam. There's a gleam, man. There's a gleam, man. It doesn't get more liquid than Bezos. Uh, Amazon, their marketing, I'm not a huge fan of it, but, He's got the money and to make a total brand change overnight. Um, he can make that happen, so that would be exciting to see what he could do with that. You'd actually have a logo. Um, but there's a gleam, and let's get the gleam. Can I ask you a question, Maddie? And it might just be shtick. I have no idea. Why do people say Bezos? Well, how else do you say it? <laughs> I've always said Bezos. I've always said Bezos. I always hear EB calling him Bezos. I thought it was a bit he does. Is it? Is there a chance that it's actually Bezos? I mean, I've I've always I thought about it because I heard someone Bezos. You know how like JP Flame do, calls him Tanny Hill instead of Ryan Tannehill? Does he? Yeah, he's done that I've forever. Never heard that. Uh, and it's it's not upright. It's tilting. But he's Wait, done he, that forever. He says Ryan Tanny Hill. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I go, and then JP claims that it's factual or something like that. Like he saw something somewhere once and it stuck with him. Whatever. So I heard someone Bezos before. And I went and looked. Now, this is the Wikipedia page. I don't know how accurate they are. It's you know openly sourced. But it definitely says Bezos Correct. for pronunciation stuff. So I've always just gone with that. I don't know if they do Bezos bit as like a bit of disrespect or it's like I, a, like I a little thought, wink, wink. I, ju- I, uh, I only hear EB, not Eric Bieniemy, but the other EB in town, Eric Bickle. Mm-hmm. I always hear him saying Jeff Bezos. And I thought he was just doing it as like a, I don't like that guy. Or, like a shticky bit. Yeah, yeah, just like, I'm not going to know his name. You know, whatever that yeah. is. But I occasionally we'll hear people calling and say Bezos. And I am i don't know if I'm missing something. It's like 89% of people say Bezos. And then some people just drop a B every now and then. But I've always heard Bezos. So I, we'll, we'll find that out when we have to, I guess. We'll, and we might have to. At the introductory press conference, we can ask him. 
Hey, how do you actually formally Daddy Ruye at 106.7 The Fan. Is it Bezos or Bezos? So that's my one question. <laughs> You'll look forward to <laughs> that's that. That's all I got. Let's go to Tony in Annandale, home of the Adams. What's up, Tony? Tony. I love when you say that. Anyway, I got a comment and I got a dad joke for you guys. The comment like, we can start yeah. with. Let's do that first. Okay, today is like a triple Christmas gift and I'll call it the triple B. The enemy... Bezos or Bezos, whatever you want to say. Bezos. Bye bye, Snyder. Triple B. That's Tri- triple was B. that the dad joke like- or was that the comment? No, that was the comment. Today's like Christmas. We got Bienemy, he's a gift. We right. got Bezos, that's a gift. And then right. bye bye, Snyder, that's a gift. That's like uh, Christmas. Anyway, here's well, the, the dad, dad joke. joke's going to kill it. Here Let's we go. That. <laughs> Buckle up. Okay. That's another B. I know, you got, I know you guys are great dads, especially. Uh, Probably you, Danny, with your son. So, you know the show Pokemon? I, I mean, I, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the Pokemon, yeah. Okay. Well, do you know how Pokemon like to travel when they go home for the holidays? No. You take the Pikachu. There you go. You've you've allowed this. I have? Yes. The last time he called in, he did the, uh, a dad joke. Yeah. You 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 were made him very comfortable, was... if you remember. There was a lot of laughter and how A good lot of laughter. Yes, you laughed. You were like, oh, thanks for doing that. Anytime you want to call I'm, I'm like knee slapping and guffawing. Exactly. I don't Thank know. you, Tony. I appreciate when you Thank you, you for listen. calling, Tony. I like when you call in and talk to us about sports. That's what I like a lot. I also like he's like, I bet you guys are good dads, especially you, Danny. Oh, which was nice, but. You have a son. So does Grant. I, yeah. Thank you, Tony. Home of the Adams. Annandale representing. <laughs> Honey Pig, man. Great spot if you're over in Andy. In and Dolly? Uh, let's give you a Caps power play. I know you guys are doing your best to stay in shape. Especially you, Danny. Here's your details on the Capitals trade with the Boston Bruins. Caps are getting back a first-round pick in 2023. Nice. A second-round pick in 2025. And a third-round pick next year in 2024. Along with veteran forward Craig Smith. Again, not really sure how he fits into all this. Listen, Craig Smith is a, is part of this deal. I guess he'll be here for some time. And then the Bruins get Dimitri Orlov and Garnet Hathaway, a couple of expiring deals as they try to go win a Stanley Cup. Caps play Anaheim tonight without, as you mentioned, Orlov and Hathaway. Anaheim stinks, but now it's sort of about a bigger picture. Maybe l- less about tonight. That there is your power play. Alex Ovechkin back. Speaking of the power play, he will be playing at Capital One Arena tonight. Game time is about 37 minutes away, just after 7 o'clock. I thought we'd talk a lot more about Eric Bieniemy today. And if you want some Bieniemy convo from your boys, the first hour and change of the show was us breaking down his presser. Thought it was good. Go grab the podcast, thefandc.com. We'll definitely get back into Bieniemy tomorrow, but a lot of news, man. A lot going on. And the idea that Dan Snyder might actually be selling is kind of a big deal around here. It's pretty big. It's kind of the big overarching thing. With all due respect to Eric Bieniemy and the offense and points and yards and stuff, Snyder might sell. Snyder so might sell, dude. You're going to have to take the back seat. I hope it's comfortable. <laughs> Great presser. Thank you again. <laughs> awesome job. For the fellas behind the glass, Darius and Ryan, thanks as always for the hard work. G&D saying so long. We're back tomorrow at 2. We're giving away Wizards tickets at 3 o'clock right here on The Fan. Thank you for coming. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.